Hello everyone, welcome to episode 43, the McGonagall Boxing Podcast. Very excited to say we are now up and running on YouTube. Please check us out, the McGonagall Boxing Podcast. New launch, so I'm hoping we can build up our followers slowly but surely, um, like we've done on Spotify and Anchor here. Let's get down to it. The Wilder, the Fury Breakdown. I'm going to be going to more analysis with my good friend and buddy, Tom Sippy, next Saturday. Um, but right now, just a quick overview on a few key factors, and then we're going to break down Kel Brook's performance last weekend and the young gun, Ryan Garcia, last night. Um, just a few interesting things. Obviously, both coming in heavier for the fight. Fury, 19 stone. Wilder touching 16 stone or just under. We know he's going to be about 220, which is significantly bigger than the 209 that he rocked up in the first fight. Fury's probably pushing, going to be pushing 260, um, which some people have said it's good. I know his dad's a big advocate for, um, for that weight. He feels he'd be um, stronger, healthier. Um, would it slow Fury down, though? That's the question, isn't it? I mean, I know he's a slick mover, but he's going to be very slick to avoid Wilder for 12. And Wilder himself, packing on that weight, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? A lot of people think, well, the fact that it's only, you know, uh, 10, 10 pounds maximum, not going to be too detrimental, and might give him a little bit more power to uh, get the job done against Fury. So... Pros and cons. Um, I don't think it's too much of an issue. Wilder putting on that weight. A little bit more concerned with Wild, uh, Fury. I don't think he needs to be that heavy. Um, yes, I can see what his dad's saying. I don't think he was um, in his best uh, condition in his last fight out. I think he was a bit too light, a bit too weight drained. Um, and he was clearly lacking these punches. So I think going up. 10, 11 pounds, pushing 18, 18 and a half would have been perfect. 19, that's a big weight increase for me. Um, I wouldn't have gone that heavy. So it'll be interesting. Is it going to slow him down a little bit? Um, you know, your chin's a chin. Yes, it, you know, it might help your punch resistance a little bit, but ultimately, you get hit by a wilder bomb on the chin. I don't care if you're 30 stone, you're going down. Um, so, we'll wait to see on that one. Now, the second thing that's interesting, again, we're going to touch on this in the next podcast, is both say they're looking for a knockout on early. Um, I don't know if I necessarily believe Tyson Fury. I think he's a master at mind games. I think he's trying to get into Wilder's head a little bit. I can't see him risking anything in the biggest fight of his life um, to suddenly go gung-ho. If he goes for a firefight with Wilder, he knows he's not stupid. He's a student in the game. It's going to end one way. It's going to end up with him flat out on his back. He needs to be smart. He needs to move. He needs to be awkward, jerky, um, not engaged in close range with Wilder. And I fully expect him to do that. Do I expect to have a little bit more pop and sting? Absolutely, which will be a good thing. I think he's going to ramrod that jab with more intention. I think if he does 
see uh, Wilder rocked. I think he's going to go in for the kill a bit more. I don't think he's going to back up as much as he did in the last fight. But I don't think he's just going to go straight on. I think he's going to pick uh, Wilder apart. He's probably going to have more pop on his punches. And if he sees him hurt, then he'll probably go in aggressively. But, you know, it'd be foolish to go straight in with uh, Wilder, who, you know, isn't unhurt or unrattled because that won't in one way. So I don't necessarily believe, I don't think Wilder's uh, going to be stopped in round two, like Fury's saying. But I expect Fury to hurt Wilder. I also expect Wilder to floor Fury. I think it's going to be a fantastic fight. I think Fury will get up. Does he um, get up like he did as like Superman in the last fight? Well, that's that's for another podcast. Uh, I'm not convinced he can do that. That was Hollywood movie stuff. Um, and I'm not sure if that will happen again. I think it'll be a cracking fight. Like I said, we're going to have a full breakdown um, on Thursday about my predictions, but just two interesting points there, which kind of get you, you thinking, don't you? Alongside, I see the new trainer with with Fury. Uh, Wilder has stuck with his tried, um, tried and tested trainers. Is that going to be a big thing? Uh, getting rid of Ben Davison completely, I'm not sure was always the best thing for Fury, but we shall see. Um, the Stewart camp are no idiots. Um, they're good trainers. But are they the right fit for Fury? Time will tell, won't it? Um, finally, just getting back to Brooke and Garcia. Garcia devastating 82nd uh, KO last night to become the WBC uh, lightweight champion. A silver champion, sorry. So he's not the, the full champion, but he's basically means he's number one, number two in the rankings now. 20 wins, 17 KOs. For someone who looks more like a like a child actor, doesn't he? Let's face it. Um, you know, he doesn't look like he's going to possess much sting or spite. The baby face, quite skinny, but wow, can he can he bang? And he's got light in that uh, hand speed. And at the moment, if you you're looking at the last couple of performances, he got to favour him against Devin Haney. I think he uh, Devin Haney's a talent. There's no question about it. But let's be honest, he shouldn't really be WBC champion. He's been elevated. Um, to that status without really beating anyone. I think it's too early for him, and I think Garcia beats him at the moment. Now, it'll be interesting. I can see this being a bit like uh, Brooke Kahn, DeGal Groves, where they constantly go up and down. One minute he's favourite, the next he's favourite to win the fight. I can see that, and the people are going to judge him on just basically their recent performances. But if we're going to do that, then Garcia looks a better article at the moment, doesn't he, than Devin Haney, who's a little bit in the Floyd mould of good boxer, slick boxer, but a little bit showboaty, uh, and, you know, his last fight was quite defensive-minded, um, he can, don't get me wrong, he can bang, he can be aggressive, and he can get you out there, um, but last fight wasn't good, so if he performs like that, I can go, see Garcia rocking him, hurting him, and stopping him, I really can. But obviously, I expect a better Devin Haney. So for me, it's still a 50 50 fight, but you'd have to lean slightly at the moment towards Garcia, who, you know, he's a star in the making. He's not just an Instagram star, he's a real star. Um, really rate him highly. Great to see Kel Book uh, back with a win. KO win seven round last Saturday. Obviously, he's fighting a C minus uh, fighter, but that's expected. He's been 14 months out of the ring, he's had some issues. Um, he's got one last run at it, isn't he? And I still think Brooke is good enough. 
I don't think he should go back down to welterweight. That's a foolish decision now. 33, he's going to be weight drained, exhausted. He's going to hate boxing again. Um, he stay at that light middle weight. Yes, you got the Charlo uh, fight there. It'll be tough. Um, it's a tough one to call, isn't it? Charlo's probably favourite, but there's no reason why Brooke can't hurt him, wobbling. But he's not going to have the size advantage, is he? That's the one thing at light middleweight um, that he's got to be wary of. But he's still big at the weight, isn't he? He's still jacked up. And Charlo's not this Superman. I favour Charlo slightly. He's more active. He's younger. But Brooke can beat him. There's no question he can beat him. Um, and that's probably the fight to make. You know, of course, there's other champions in that division, but the big money one would be Charlo, and um, I like his chances. I really do, and I think that's the fight that would be great to see. I don't think the Khan fight's going to happen. Um, if it would have done, it would have done by now. I think Khan's probably got one more year in the game. He's looking to cash out, isn't he? He's probably going to have another sort of exhibition match, probably in India or Saudi Arabia, uh, and then he'll probably have one big... Um, bow out, which you'll probably lose, um, let's be honest, um, I'd like him to either fight Brook or Garcia, I don't think Garcia, see if he can avenge that, but I don't think he's going to go near them two fighters, I think he loses to both of them now, Guy and Khan, and I think he'll probably try and target one more pound for pound fighter, um, obviously he's gone through Crawford, he might try and target Broner, but you never know with Broner, do you, so up and down, so that's how I see Khan um, bowing out this year, and sadly I don't think he's going to be a be against Brooke, who I think, like I said, target one of the champions uh, like middleweight, and uh, you, and then you know, ride the sunset, get a good payday, hopefully finish as world champion, and finish on a fantastic note. Um, let me know what you guys think of the Brooke Garcia situations. Some big fights coming up for them, uh, and the Fury Wilder breakdown. Two issues there, both going for KOs, both putting on weight. And the Fury new trainer. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We're going to break it down more on episode 44 on Thursday. Want to hear your thoughts for now though. Instagram me, YouTube me, Facebook me. Touch Glove Boxing, Inside Boxing, Inside Fighter Boxing. You can see the uh, the podcast there as well. And yeah, I'll see you in a few days guys. Alright, exciting week ahead. See you later. Bye.